call our meeting to order. Mr. Brown, has the meeting been properly advertised? Yes, sir, it has. Thank you, sir. Mr. Clint, are we, are we good, sir? I think I saw a thumbs up. All right, so good, good evening to everybody. To those who are watching us on uh, Facebook Live, happy to have you to, to tune in with us as we uh, give ourselves to the business of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners. So this time we're going to stand. Mr. Mosley, I'm sorry, I'll let you sit down, sir. We, uh, if you, yeah, you on deck. You be prepared to come. <laughs> this is our invocation of our pledge. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your divine presence on this beautiful Tuesday night. And Father, we are so grateful for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. We pray now, Father, for your divine insight and wisdom for this body as they deliberate on the business of this community. And we thank you for all that you do for us. We lift up the many families who are going through, Father, who've lost loved ones as well as those who are suffering uh, from the COVID virus. We pray that you be with them and heal them. Yes, we thank you for in Christ's name. Amen. 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 I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic which stands one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. How was that, Commissioner? I was with you, man. Mr. Mosley, you're out of breath. I, mean, I'm, I, I, would, I wouldn't have put you to the test. I know you need to catch your breath first. <laughs> Next time, just ask me to be excused. <laughs> first, thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Certainly enjoying having you be a part of this organization. And wearing many hats, many hats. Uh, this time, we will um, share and attain approval for the minutes for the month of uh, October. It's invited to us. Yes, Mr. Chairman, I make a motion we approve the minutes as presented. Is there a second to that motion? Second. Motion and a second to approve the minutes as presented. If there any discussion on that item, it being done, all those will let it be known by raising their right hands, please, in favor. Those opposed, are the minutes are approved. Proclamation, GIS Day, Mr. Clint Stanley, speaking of wearing many hats. Good evening. Um, Good evening. Today we have a proclamation uh, for GIS Day, and to tell you a little bit more about it, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Johnson with the tax assessor's office. <laughs> <laughs> Ready or not. You <laughs> Thank you for uh, having us. Um, so uh, I've been doing this now for, I think this was 13 years, and I appreciate uh, the support of the commission every year. Uh, we get a proclamation out, um, and this year, uh, GIS Day is going to be on November the 17th. Uh, it's going to be virtual, though, so no, uh, no on hands this year, unfortunately. But uh, the uh, city and the county get together and uh, showcase everything that we can put together with uh, GIS tools, the mapping, uh, always developing and adding more uh, capability uh, every year. So. Uh, uh, Great things uh, to come. Uh, Wincy from the city is with us as well. And uh, I don't know if you want to say anything. Yeah. Sure. Well, thank you for having us here. Um, I just want to uh, thank you all for support for the city GIS as well. And we look forward for any um, other collaboration in the future. Thank you. We're glad that you guys uh, 
uh, able to work together. You know. um, it's kind of hard now to believe that at one time we did not have a GIS department with, with all that you do. It certainly helps us out. Um, so many things are related to mapping. And you guys are kind of unsung heroes because you're in the background, <clears throat> but your work is always in the forefront. So just know that when we see those maps set up, we appreciate the work that you have done and you, you do every day for us. Mr. Brown? You want to do a little photo op? Yes, sir. Do you, we need to read the... Uh, Who's Let Mr. Stanley read that. Mr. Stanley, uh, you can't get out of that part, huh? <laughs> I'll try to. I'm, I'm hearing an echo in my ear here, so it's going to, if I mess up, uh, don't hold it against me. Uh, Proclamation National Geographic Information S Systems Day. Whereas a geographic information system integrates hardware and data for capturing, managing, analyzing, and displaying all forms of geographically referenced information and Whereas GIS is an important part of geography awareness by allowing us to view, understand, question, interpret, and realize data in many ways that reveal relationships, patterns, and trends in forms of maps, globes, reports, and charts. And <coughs> whereas National Geographic Information Systems GIS Day is November 17, 2021, and whereas Geographic Awareness Week promotes geographic literacy in schools, and whereas Liberty County is committed to expanding GIS to the schools and to the general public in order to showcase real-world real, real applications with GIS that helps answer questions and solve problems by looking at data in, in a way that is quickly understood and easily shared. Now, therefore, I, Donald Lovett, Lovett sorry, Chairman of the Liberty County Board of Commissions, Commissioners, do hereby proclaim November 17, 2021 as National Geographic Information Systems Day in Liberty County, Georgia, and urge all citizens to participate in the virtual GIS activities planned in Liberty County and Hinesville, Georgia. In witness where, whereof I have hereunto set my hand and caused the great seal of Liberty County to be affixed this third Wednesday of November in the year of our Lord, 2021, and the year of our county, 244. Thank you, sir. Come on up and we'll do. I like that year of our Lord and year of our county. We'll add that to ours, though. <laughs> <laughs> Young lady. Yes. like something Abraham Lincoln wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioners, if you come in for the picture, please. <laughs> have the sand we can play in and all that kind of stuff. So we can bring that back next year. Alrighty. Right on to our business. We now go to our Department of Reports Finance. Ms. Kim McLaughlin. Good evening. Good evening. Um, you should have your September report. Um, I know it's already November, but we've had a rough <laughs> month. <laughs> October was pretty rough, um, 
audit work finished and well audit field work finished I'm not going to say the audit work is finished but field work is finished and EMS is trucking right along but um, anyway let me share with you the results of um, September or year to date as of September 30th um, we've collected about 9% of our budgeted revenues and we've exhausted about 19% of our expenditures. So right now we're um, about $4.2 million in the hole, but that's normal for this point in time. This is the time where we live off, off of our fund balance. Uh, at the end of September, there was approximately 3.7 months of operational expenditures and fund balance. And one year, this time, uh, one year ago, we were at 4.6 months. So definitely using more fund balance um, than we did last year. For your departments, there's a couple of departments that are running slightly ahead of schedule. They've been on your report already the, the past two previous months, data processing. Um, they capture all of the annual maintenance contracts for several software programs that are always paid at the beginning of the year, so that kind of skews their budget for the next several months. Um, we pay all of the um, CRD, CRDC dues, <laughs> get that right, mm -hmm. right? Um, Coastal Georgia Regional Development dues, uh, one time a year, so that's done for the rest of the year. Uh, Superior Court, we also pay the law clerk right up front, so that skews that budget for a couple of months. Um, in mosquito control, there was actually a piece of equipment, a Guardian 190 G4 mosquito sprayer that was purchased in September that was not budgeted. Um, so that kind of threw their budget uh, a little ahead of schedule, but I expect them to fall back in line. Uh, library administration is actually running ahead of schedule because they're now billing us two months at a time <laughs> instead of monthly. So there's actually um, October's payment is already in there. So I've alerted our payables person to pay it at the end of those two months, not at the beginning of the two months, so it won't skew our budget. Uh, and other financing uses, there's some operating transfers out uh, that are required to sustain E911 operations. So that's running slightly ahead of schedule as well. Uh, in your solid waste fund, you've got uh, about a three, 3,000, 3,300 uh, net loss right now, but we're real early into the year. There's, we're still within our budget parameters. We've only exhausted about 21% of those budgeted expenditures. Um, so we're staying within our budget. And um, all of your special revenue funds, mm -hmm. your 911, your victim witness, uh, child support, record service, they're all operating within their budget parameter for this time of year. Uh, when you fast forward to sales tax six, uh, looking great still. Um, at the end of September, we are now $2.8 million ahead of schedule. Oh, wow. Which is mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, and again, this, this sales tax runs through March 2023. So we still have over a year and a half of collections still to go. So we could end up maybe $4 million to the good. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, the second page of your sales tax six report uh, illustrates your road money detail. 
And I need for y'all to, when you get this report, if you will, look this page over to make sure that I have your obligations correct. Um, and if there's something missing or incorrect, please let me know because sometimes the timing of when those contracts start and end, I'm not always the first to know. <laughs> so there might be sometimes a month or so that I lag behind because I'm just mm -hmm. not made aware that a contract has been obligated or started or that one has finished. And so I won't catch that up and de-obligate funds. Um, but I do need you to to check this because this is where I identify your projects that you have ongoing. Okay. Um, in the TSPLOS, that format has changed a little bit because we have started spending money on those mandatory 30% items. So I had to change the format of your TSPLOS report to include those. Um, even though it's a very little amount, I had to go ahead and and create a new worksheet for you so that you can see all of those 30% projects. And then on the bottom is your districts. And you see um, you have not spent any of your district money in TSPLOST yet. Ms. McLaughlin, Mr. Chairman, Ms. Kim, on this TSPLOST, how much are we obligating to the uh, bypass? I mean, none of this. No, sir, no, sir none of this is projected okay. to go to it. Okay. And sometimes, um, I'm not sure, <laughs> Trent and I sometimes, we, we struggle with um, what, what something means, like 119 in Barrington Ferry, or Highway 17 in Barrington Ferry, or, you know, the US 84 connector or something. So mm -hmm. sometimes I have to be very specific and make sure I understand which project it is that we're charging expenses to, because sometimes these all look about the same to me. So um, I work closely <laughs> with Trent to say, okay, uh, is, it, is it this one or is it this one? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. I just noticed something else. Okay. <laughs> uh, where you got your teach blush, I, had, I probably need to look back. You got Liberty County Commissioner District Fund mm -hmm. uh, under the cities. Mm -hmm. Then you got at the bottom Liberty County District so the Liberty County District funds that fourteen million four fifty, that's the summary. If on the very bottom, is how it's broken out. District one, two, three, four, five. You see that totals the fourteen four fifty. So the very bottom is your schedule of the of the district funds. You see the proposed distribution. Mm-hmm. The fourteen four fifty on the very bottom. I think what I'm saying is the way how it's worded. Both of them are saying, right. Liberty the first, County. The first one is just a summary. All seven of you together. But this, I'm talking about where the cities are located. The municipalities is located at. Yeah, probably. I see what he's saying. You're not talking. You just want me to move that down. No, no, no. no, no, no. I think uh, we just put a header on top of the cities and just say okay. city appropriations. Yeah, I just saw that. And a separate okay. line. That probably. Yeah, we'll box okay. it a little bit. Kind of. Sure. You. Yeah. Sure. Or yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I guess I didn't mean that it was the district funds right below that. I just meant that was Liberty County right. funds. Yeah, okay. And then there's Allenhurst and Flemington and Gumbrand right. and all that. Okay. But, um, yeah, I can move that, drop okay. that down, or add another line item to say cities. City, yeah. city projects. Okay. Right. Yeah. And everybody city. gets their allotment automatically except for Gumbrand and Allenhurst. Is that right? Right. We hold their funds until such time that they okay. 
use it because they don't have anybody to manage that. Right. But all the other municipalities, uh, Flemington and Hinesville Midway, mm -hmm. Riceboro and Walterville, okay. we cut their checks okay. the first check run of each month. So okay. um, like on the 10th, they will receive the funds that we received in October. Okay. So what happened if someone like Alan Hurst doesn't? Well, I can tell you, um, just in the last couple of months. He's working on it. <laughs> yeah. He's working and, on it. And just in the last couple of months, actually, uh, Clinton had called me to say, hey, does Alan Hurst have any money? And I was like, yeah, Alan Hurst and Gumbranch have money left in sales tax five, sales tax six, and now t -splost. So there was a few things that um, took place in Allen Hurst already, just small things, maybe millings and, and that kind of stuff, where he sent it to me and I charged it to sales tax five under Allen Hurst. Okay. So yes, Gum Branch and, and Allen Hurst still have money. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah Commissioner Stevens, uh, we had a meeting today, just a little sidebar. Uh, the chairman, uh, Mr. Long, uh, myself met with the, the mayor and the council. Um, as you know, Mayor Hines passed right. um, this year, and they got basically a new administration down there, except for Mr. Easton that's been there a long time, but a new mayor, less than three months on the job, and two new uh, councilmen, a couple of months on the job. Okay. And we met with them, and we're going to work with them, the chairman and I, um, Joey, uh, Kim, we're going to you know, just okay. make them all familiar with uh, yeah. what we have going up here at the administrative uh, complex and um, just meet with them just to bring them bring them up to speed but Trent um, was out there today and um, that we, took up some have, of it we have already identified um, some projects down there so we're gonna get get started on that pretty soon so <laughs> okay yeah. and I'd like us while we were talking about that Commissioner Thrift to do enjoy the touch base with gum branch to see mm -hmm. what we can do too Yep, and you can, I can share with you too what Gumbranch has in mm -hmm. sales tax five. Okay. Because that, that sales tax is no longer collecting, but there mm -hmm. is still, still funds in small mm -hmm. amount of funds mm -hmm. in there, specifically Allen Hurst and Gumbranch. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say, like the city of Riceboro. Mm -hmm. Let's say that Riceboro, I, I hadn't looked back to see what, what they got from five or six. Let's say if they got funds left over and there's no need for it, Mr. Chairman Joy and Kim, can they, can that city designate that fund to be used for something else if there's a need for it? Well, first, let me just share. There is no other city has any funds left okay. in sales tax five. Okay. And in sales tax six, we started cutting those cities' checks directly. So the only cities that would have monies left would be, or money sitting in five or Alan six Harrison. or T's plus is Allen Hurst. Okay. okay. All the other cities have received all of their monies that were in the previous sales tax, and now they receive their current sales tax money immediately. So we don't hold their money anymore. Okay. And and their monies would be bound by the uh, intergovernmental agreement and the referendum. So they could only use those monies in association with something. They could either give the monies to y'all to use for something that was on the ballot or have to use them for something internal that was approved in that referendum. Okay. That's all they could do. Okay. All right. That's all I have on your monthly report, unless you have something I, else. I have a question, Mr. Chairman. Mm -hmm. Kim, on the uh, Splash 6 uh, report, mm -hmm. that uh, top line of Justice Center, that uh, the proposed distribution that was um, 
that was on the referendum that that, that uh, <coughs> and that remained in balance the eight eight hundred uh, twenty two thousand in the negative. And yeah, so that's um, that that's not what would take the the um, you say we got like another year and a half on this round of splash. Um. Right, so hopefully by the end of collections, we will have received enough to cover that. And, and the Justice Center, we only pay, there's a principal that's due once a year mm -hmm. and interest payments due twice a year. So that, that account only gets hit twice a year. So, but because it was such a heavy hit each time, it's mm -hmm. over a million dollars for that principal payment. Um, that's why it's running ahead of schedule, and then that obligated is it represents two more payments. So, by the end of collections, there should not be any more negative balance in that line item. So, it, uh, but it won't pay off the loan. But it, it won't pay still off the balance. Loan. Yeah, that, that's, that was my question. Yeah, because the the nine the nine point five million that was allocated was not enough to pay off the entire. Bonds. Okay. okay. All right. How, not to drag that out any, but there'll be another payment coming in in March of 23, mm -hmm. which is really right before this expires. If the tax collects more than it mm -hmm. should, which is what you were saying, it could be used to put towards that next payment, mm -hmm. uh, which wasn't anticipated to be able to occur. That would help reduce the balance more as you start to come into your next sales tax period. Mm -hmm. so okay. okay. All right. Good Thanks. job. It'll keep collecting money to that line item. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good job. Okay. Mr. Chairman, yes, sir. Um, um, have you been in the meetings with the, what they want to call the freight corridor uh, bypass or whatever? When's the last meeting that has been, that would affect us? It hasn't been a, a, a meeting? Well, we haven't nearly been <clears throat> having any. I mean, I sit in on um, monthly progress meetings on it from GDOT, GDOT's, you know, controlling it. Uh, in fact, we've got one scheduled this week, but we have them monthly. So, I mean, right now, there's nothing to lead you to believe or the county engineer that it's gonna change anyway to where it's going. The route definitely won't change. They're, um, they're actually buying property now. GDOT's right making, doing property acquisition. And um, we're trying to find some money for utility relocation on our side, but okay, so no, no sure they're buying property now. So. As far as land acquisition, what are you paying for that with? <coughs> well, or we're is not. The state paying for. The state's it? paying for. It. State's buying. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They're they're buying all the right away and doing all the construction activity. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's totally on them now. Solely on them. Yes, sir. And it's on their timetable. <laughs> well, actually, they're supposed to be finished. Yes, sir. There's, it is really, mm -hmm. but they're supposed to be finished with a uh, property acquisition by July of next year. And then it's supposed to go to construction in their fiscal year 23, which will be July of 22, most likely in the fall of uh, 22. Where is this going to drop off at? In 94. Sir? We started this in 94, right? You started the concept in 94, and then, of course, you know history. Well, I mean, I think we're right on time. You know the history. <laughs> it's going to, uh, Commissioner Stevens, it'll end. Uh, just beyond or about equal to where the new subdivision is out there that Mr. Dryden did on 119. It ends, it comes back in at a curve right there past his shop. So it's going to come in before you get to the railroad track? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, sir. No way way past the railroad track. Toward beyond Bakerton. Beyond Bakerton. Oh, you're talking about where is it coming into 84? 
or where is it? Yeah, start. Where's it gonna come back into 119 now? Yeah, it'll Beyond come. It'll come back on past Baconton uh, Road down there. Mm -hmm. And I've got a drawing sometime if you want to look at it. I'll shoot it to you. So, is there any plans to do anything with the railroad track? It'll be an overpass. Overpass. Oh, you, you, oh, the new one will stay open. It'll stay a gated crossing, and then there's an overpass that'll be built to come across uh, on the new alignment. Okay, that's what I that's, that's what I was looking. That, at. That's what has yeah. taken a little bit of a while with CSX there. Mr. Jim, I had a question. Do we have any uh, ambulances? That we, are being purchased now. We we have three. We have three that are three that are on order. Three on uh, order. One that's supposed to be here in January that we're checking on. Other other that was ordered and then they canceled the order because of the chip and things like that and kicked it back to the next model year. So they're on order. They're putting those back in the order banks. Okay. okay. All right. So is that going to cripple our fleet, or? Sir. Is that going to cripple our fleet? Yeah, it's three in the. It's because it's three of them in the yard down there now. Yeah, but I don't think any of them are deadline. I mean, I, I think they're in there for some repair. I don't, not that I'm aware of talking to Crystal, that we've got any major problems. Mm. We need to get them out as quick as we can. But mm. is there anything that has quit on us or is going to quit on us? Okay. The diesels seem to be holding up pretty good. So. Yeah. When you say they're, <clears throat> they're not in, they're, they're not in Georgia, or they're just not building them. Period. They mm. weren't taking even any orders in the order banks. That's what we run into the enterprise thing too. Is uh, GM nor Ford were accepting any orders for any vehicles for a while. We had to take what we could find on the yards, which wasn't much. And then we the order banks for GM actually for Chevrolet opened up. GM closed theirs. They wouldn't even open them, and uh, kicked it down the road. Ford still hadn't opened their order banks, and uh, we've been able to put some in for some Chevrolet units. But these were Dodges. These were mm -hmm. Dodge ambulances, and again, one of them has been ordered for a while. And just had to, they had a delay on everything. I mean, well, I mean, I, I, one thing I can say about the Dodgers, we've got some good service out of. Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. Good that service. was a good move to get that. Can I go back to the? Be patient with us, Kim. <laughs> I have to say bypass. Even though DOT has until July of next year, suppose that they finish before July of next year. Does that? No, sir. Because the funds, the <laughs> funds trying are trying to find the a way. They're going to yeah. drag it out. And the, get the, the federal funds are appropriated in the in the uh, twenty three fiscal year. Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't be there. They won't authorize a letting until twenty three. Yeah. Before July no. next year. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. All right. I'm saying. Uh, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Kim, I just I noticed something else here. Yes, sir. If you go back to sales tax six, okay, for the district money, okay, what happened to the money that Commissioner Wallen had contributed for Miller Park? I can answer that, Commissioner Stevens. Uh, I've got a project over here since that's not been to bid. And it's not out. It's out for bid right now, and I need I need that money to put in a project that's over here in my district. So I requested to bring the money back. Okay. So I mean, other than that, I, if I hadn't seen it here now, I guess I wouldn't have been aware of it. Well, you may not have. So is, I mean, that's where how we're gonna do business now. I mean, because you fought to give it up in public meeting. 
I think, you know, it should have been at least announced, but like right, I say. It's in a public meeting right now, I think. Yeah, but what I'm saying, if I hadn't brought it up, yeah, it wouldn't have been noticed. I mean, uh, well, like I say. Good kid. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I just happened to look down and I didn't see it. Did, um, do and, I need to obligate a different project? Do what? No. Do I need, no, not at this point. Not at this point. Okay. No. Okay. I, Still in the bank. Okay. I know I, I was a month behind on one of um, Commissioner Frazier's projects because I didn't realize that Point South and Palm Drive had <coughs> already been mm -hmm. out for bid and I had got with Trent. So I, I didn't Did know. you not get an email from me on that? On um, this? On Point South? On this that we've talked about? No, sir. I got notice from Mr. Brown. Okay. He's the one who told me to take it off. So I'm just well, I could not have answered I'll, your question anyway. All right, so I'm, uh, I guess I'm just a little guy. Found out when I, but just remember the Lord give and the Lord take it. All right, any other financial questions for Ms. McGuffin? All right, um, one, one ending question. Um, I'm not sure how, I guess it would be up to the commission with sales tax doing as well as it's doing what will prevent this commission from a year from now making other financial obligations based on the amount of profit that we get in from the sales tax? Is there anything that would prohibit us from loans us within what the referendum called for? Anything that says we couldn't pay extra payment on this or that? Or well, yeah, as long as their money's well, available. You know, the... the the projects were specified, right. so you'd have to use you're going to have to use it for one of those projects, or for recreation, yeah, like part. you know one of those nebulous things, uh, or for more district road. Well, district road money is going to keep on getting money too, mm -hmm. you know. But okay. as long as it's in the referendum okay. list, it would right, be fine. It, there was even one project I think that um, was identified, and it it came under, and it's still collecting money. Um, the, the I-95 exit, 76 lighting, we had originally budgeted 60000 That only took 34878 That project's done. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, we've got some outages down there, so I've got them checking on what the problems were because <laughs> they didn't replace all the wiring. They yeah. tried to fix what the contractor tore up. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I just, I don't wanna, but you're right. I mean, unless I don't these know, projects yeah. are going to need some more money, right? Yeah, I don't want to be a peer spin happy, but I'm just saying if we had those extra funds a year from now, you know, we can mm -hmm. watch it. We might want to make some adjustments. Well, yep, perfect, some, a perfect example and a good reason. I mean, I'm glad it is because you're getting ready to bid your gym project out mm -hmm. on the East End. And good example. It very well may good example. need some more money. Okay. Right. Miller Park, for instance, okay. if you, you know, anything in the recreation realm that okay. you want to do there. Do you remember, Mr. Chairman, I have one more question on that recreation, the, um, what was the councilman? Was he, was he supposed to come back to us for approval? Keith? Jenkins. Jenkins. Did, he was, he I was going did, back to his council. Well, I think y'all said we're, we're in with you. Yeah. Move that, forward. And then the last they were going to do is they're going to go put it out, be, refine it and yeah. put it out for yeah, proposals. Yeah. And then he, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That, mm -hmm. that was my understanding. I just mm -hmm. wanted to make sure. But we, we hadn't, um, our board hadn't said how much, how much? we were going to uh, right. contribute mm -hmm. to it. I That's mean, correct. We didn't see what I mean, the bids we, were going to be. We, we had a price. You have not, mm -hmm. right? And they were going to put mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. right? We hadn't said that, you know, 
here's our right. contribution. Mm -hmm. We have not right. said that. I think we said that we would look. Once we, they, want, we were for the project, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we'll see what we can do to help mm -hmm. fund it. I think that's that's where. That was my understanding. Mm -hmm. right. Okay. I surely didn't okay. obligate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're okay, guys. You're okay. Mr. Brown. Yes, sir. Since you mentioned the EMS, where are we at with the fire station? I, I got that on my on your I mean, report. I can, I, I, yes, sir. Okay, uh, okay, that's good. Sh uh, short answer is plans have been submitted for review to the uh, agencies, uh -huh. uh, to LCPC, and to this and um, to the building department to look at. Okay. And pending comments, will be ready to go to contract or go right. to uh, bid. All right. So you can scratch that off your report. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Miss Kim. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Mr. Long. Got three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, before you begin, before you begin to enjoy, there's no, there's no reason for us to go into item number two. That the public, I mean, we know what we discuss. Uh, oh. oh. Well, yeah, I did too. Yeah. I forgot about that. Sorry. I forgot. I yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought. I'm normal. I'm used to just doing the report. And your yes. Three, okay. Your three minutes gone. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know what the public was, my bad. was seeing. Okay. Um, so you received a, a budget amendment today. Mm -hmm. um, back in September, I believe it was, uh, you approved a, a lease for what we call the old Mace building. Um, $3,500 a month, $31,500 is what it would take for the nine months because the lease was effective October 1st. So $31,500 would actually fund that lease. Um, when I first put it out, you saw it, I said fund balance because I didn't realize there was some offsetting revenues possibly. Um, I did go back and I looked at fines and forfeitures. They're tracking. Um, of course, it's only three months, so that's not a real not a real long track record, but they're tracking a, a little over $200,000 a month, which would be more than we budgeted. Um, that's not to say that it's gonna, what it's gonna make or other revenue line items won't need help, but if you wanted to pass the amendment and not put use of fund balance and you wanted to gross up a revenue line item, you could do it that way. So that's why I changed it from use of fund balance to fines and forfeitures. But it, of course, it's up to the board to do it or not to mm -hmm. do it, or whatever you want. Mr. Brown, Chairman, mm -hmm. this budget amendment, what we're looking at now, is going to affect the budget next year, correct? If you uh, how many years are we looking at before we think about doing some groundbreaking? Oh well, you hadn't even started to own a design or a concept or anything, and I would th and I would think the commission might consider a splash, some kind of splash for that. So to answer that question, I mean, provided splash would pass, unless you just, um, I mean, you're looking at least a year, <laughs> and that lease is for a year. One Kim, year. Kim okay. looked at that today, so it's it's, it's right. for a year. So probably would affect you more than one year. Yes, sir. Okay, so. The detective is going out there, or just the training officers? Or you don't know. I really don't have a good <laughs> handle on that. I, th I thought I did, and I 
I'm, I'm not sure, but I can sure find out for you. I know the detectives are going out there and the training officer. I, my, my th I thought both were, but let, let me be sure. And this should also, let me make sure I be careful with us. This should also take care of issue that was surrounding that department with security. Yes. I know, I know they're going to move evidence storage and everything out there, yes, sir. Okay. So if they're going to move, are they going to move? I'm, I'm not clear on that either. I asked that question, and the chief said he was going to get with me to talk to me about the plan. So I, I, I'll dial him up and see if you can't call him up and get some answers because we okay. we are moving out larger and more buildings, and you know, hey, if we're doing this as a consolidation to make it better for them, then we need to, you know, let go of the other building. Because we do have some departments around here that could use that building that's under you, under your direction. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. um, have they moved into that building? It looks like there's. I don't think they have fully moved in yet. On. They had some um, demolition they had to do, pull out a lot of sinks and things because it was a medical office. So they had to pull all that out. And I think he put new carpet in for them and was doing some other things. Yeah. I have not yeah. been in there, to be honest with you. They were oh, putting in fiber optic today. Were they? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or, I guess, radio. It took, Connie, it took out a bunch of the Kim, on. when it comes to, I mean, I'm trying to remember the trail emails. I, I you know, you, you're my finance person. I, when it comes to accounting procedures, what's the best way for us to approach this? It's, you know, we can certainly, you said, you're right, fines and forfeitures are, are they're there, so we can um, rely on those funds to, to make up the difference, which is fine, you know, but I want to hear from you. you you're, the, you're the CFO, so. Um, if you're asking my opinion, yeah. I probably wouldn't amend the budget until after the first of the year. Okay. That's just my opinion. It doesn't mean that we're not going to, you know, we're going to pay for it. Right. Mm -hmm. We will charge it to that one line item. Mm -hmm. We will continue to let that one line item run in the red to see. What's going to happen with the funds? Well, not only that, but it's possible it could be just absorbed. I don't know. Okay. I mean, we're only three months in. Mm -hmm. And so to amend your budget this early okay. is unusual, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't mean that it won't have to be amended. It, mm -hmm. it very well might have to be amended. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with letting that one particular line item run in the red until you get a good six Deal. or eight months mm -hmm. look to see mm -hmm. if maybe there's savings that are achieved to cover mm -hmm. it or not. Mm -hmm. But I've just... The 19 years I've been here, we haven't amended a budget in three months for something like as little as $30,000. I'll say let it run. All right. Mr. Chairman, could we, um, just for conversation, Kim, could we um, just go ahead and uh, not amend the budget, but make a motion that we use fund balance until after the first of the year? I mean, you're going to have to have November and, and December to pay, right? Um, actually, actually, there we, we haven't paid anything yet. We're we're gonna cut a check for the October November rent. Um, we got we got that squared away. A little confusion on how that was gonna work, but um, we're gonna square that away and we'll start paying it. And again, fund balance right now is paying for most of the bills because we don't have significant amounts of revenue coming in. So if you look at your monthly expenditures versus what your monthly 
revenues coming in, mm -hmm. we're using fund balance already. So in theory, what you're saying is if we don't amend the budget, mm -hmm. it just runs as it is. Like we pay own. the rent. We charge it to that department. Mm -hmm. That one particular line item runs in the red. Mm -hmm. And then after the first of the year, February, March, you take a look at it yeah. and say, wow, do, are they going to need this extra 30000 or can this be absorbed in the $12 million total? So they may not need it. They may not. They may not need I, it. I don't. I can't say. Yeah, but I'm just saying it. yeah. it's pretty early in the year. Mm -hmm. That's right. all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. Since you asked. I, I, thank you. I did ask, Mr. Brown. Does that take? Yes, sir. I've noticed. Yeah. That take some kind of official action. We just by consensus. Okay. Not at all. But I think I think your motion. I think your motion earlier to pay police authorizes the payment anyway. Okay. All right. It's done. Then. Yeah. We're not going to not pay it. Yeah, right. I, I just think that that's that's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you 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 just you just had a budget. You just had a, a budget that that we approve. You, mm -hmm. you you got that, and um, let's see if we can get everything we need out of that. You know, um, right. mm -hmm. yeah, borrowing from Peter to pay Paul or what, whatever you have to do. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. you know, what's your bottom line? And, and if you got right. that, then then you can't afford these things because I know if you if you put more over there, more is going to be spent. You, 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 just, you just don't need to do that. I, I just don't think you need to do that. I mean, you, let's, let's make it work the way it is, and then when you need help, then you call and say, okay, at that time. But, but not right now. That's way it's, too early. That's just my experience in the practice. Okay. Thank you. I think back consensus, we're good. Okay. All right. Last, I promise. Uh, what are the chances? We, we did really well with the digest and all that. What are the chances of getting the tax bills out earlier than last year? <laughs> so, um, actually, I had some correspondence with Mr. Jones today because he had to get back with uh, me and Miss Roberts about a couple of forms that needed to be tweaked. Um, and for some reason, our our website expired. The the advertisements expired on uh, November first. So when they were reviewing the digest today, when they pulled up our website, they couldn't see it. And so I had to call Mr. Stanley and say, hey, <laughs> where are those ads that were on the website? It regenerated them. So he put them back on there, and that was okay. So we're all good on that now. And there's one little, one more form, I think, that um, Mr. Jones needs to finish. And mm. then hopefully, I'm confident this week, we'll get um, notice from Department of Revenue that we're good to go, mm -hmm. and then it's just up to Mr. Jones and his, his, vendor. his vendor. So I would love to say that, yes, within the next two weeks, I would think, I would hope, that mm -hmm. maybe tax bills could be generated. But that's not my area. That's I just true. know that that's kind of how we're progressing, right. and I would love to see by the you know middle of the month oh, I the would tax too. bills go out. Yes. Would <laughs> yes. We would. I mean, this was the earliest I can ever remember setting adopting yeah. the millage. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't remember ever adopting it in October. So Let the record show. I'm telling you. <laughs> so I, I think we're in good shape. Good job, commissioners. Good job. Good job. Thank you. We look forward to that. Ms. Kim. Okay. I can say you're doing real well after surviving Saturday. Okay? <laughs> you know, no, nobody calls me when we win. Like, nobody calls me when we win. But my phone, ooh. I went to bed about 7.30. Into bed. Thank you, Kim. All right. Come on, Mr. Long. All right, now you got five minutes. <laughs> 
Got five minutes now. Mr. Long, tonight you're going to be Mr. Short. That's exactly what I'm trying to be. I'm in favor of that. That's a good one, Eddie. All right, so uh, at the last meeting we talked about the LMIG report, um, what we were trying to put in. Uh, Commissioner Jones asked me to change from uh, Pay Rogers Road to Limerick Road. Uh, we had had Pay Rogers Road on it because our uh, inventory list uh, showed it is in worse <coughs> than Limerick, but it is Limerick is in bad condition and does have much more traffic. So we went back, did an evaluation of uh, what we need to do with uh, Limerick Road. We did do a widening in Limerick Road years ago, um, but it was never overlaid. So you ride down the road and you got the, the seam that you see going down the road. So I do want to go ahead and take care of that. We added that to the list uh, for Limerick Road. So this kind of makes our project report complete <coughs> with uh, what Commissioner Jones wanted to have on there. Um, so. What I'd like to do is uh, get uh, the board's commission to submit this to a DOT for our LMIG funds. We'll get a little less than $400,000, like $394,000. Okay. This is going to where? It go, we submit this to the Department of Transportation. This is for our LMIG funds. All right. And what they'll do is they'll review the list, and then they'll send us a check, and we have three years to spend it. And we're going to be doing how many roads out of this? Just one? I've got these five things on here. Bill Carter Road. They, again? Bill Carter Road. Bill Carter. Second line. And we've got County Line Road doing some asphalt repair and maintenance. <coughs> Just a section of County Line Road, not the whole thing. Uh, South Area Road and Ray Road. Um, the little roads we're repairing around the convenience center, the Salt Waste Convenience Center, trying to get a little bit of funds to help us with the convenience center. Uh, West 15th Street, just striping, uh, doing thermoplastic on that road, and then Limerick Road at the request of Maxie Jones. And he's the way he may have to go into his T plus funds. Yes, sir. Yeah, this far exceeds the amount that we're getting. Yes. Yeah. And it far exceeds the. Uh, I think we said we were going to just divvy it up. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Guarantee the motion. Submit the application. Chair, I make a motion that we send <laughs> Commissioner get it. <laughs> no, I was just. What are you up to? No, I was just let, reminding you that I, I gave up everything that I had for you. you don't yeah, but look, wait, wait, wait a minute. You gave it up, but don't come back and take it back. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna... I gave up all I had to. Don't come back and take it back. All I had. I I'd rather you keep it from the get go. <laughs> but anyway, okay. I make a motion uh, that we uh, allow Mr. Trent Lown to send this as an application. Mm-hmm. To DOT. DOT. Well, request money. Second. Motion is second. We approve the application as presented from Mr. Long, our county engineer. We allow them when there's not enough funds here by request to cover all these. So we have to make up the difference. Yes, sir. If we should decide to move on. Any further discussion? Uh, just just a question for Mr. Mr. Long. I don't make, the only road on here that we're going to do the full depth reclamation on is Bill Carter. Yes, sir. And we were already in the process of designing that road already. Right. Um, we've got our uh, design from Whitaker Laboratories on the recommended full depth reclamation okay. because of the traffic load because it, it gets kind of kind of as a little cut through road. We'll yeah. get a, yeah. quite a few cars on there. Uh, increase. Here lately we've been getting almost 1,500 car, cars a day on it, which is a pretty decent amount. How many? Road. 1,500. Mm. Well, you know, Unless you had a traffic counter out there the other day, but it 
looked like one of the lines got it did. shoved to the one side of the road. But anyway. Along with that, that's, that's where uh, Mr. Wheeler yes. is going to put his new subdivision to? Yes, sir. So you're looking at more traffic? More traffic. Mm -hmm. There would be a road, a diesel or a turn lane going into wherever he's at, right? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. How much right away is there? 80 foot? I think it's 80. I think it's 80. He had put me on the spot. I usually know those, but I, I, it's 80 or 100, I but I think it's 80. I don't know at all. I just was having, trying to have some idea. All right, that's we'll all I just, we, that's a 1,500, that's probably log trucks and all, too. Yes, sir. Well, you talk about down Bill Carter? Come, mm -hmm. Mr. Wall, you talking about log yeah, trucks on Bill Carter? Yeah. And you're going to be adding, I don't know how many lots was, was on there, but it me like there was 300 homes, so everybody's going to have two cars. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's it. That's okay. Go ahead on. You're headed in the right direction. All, right, all in favor? <coughs> all right. Thank you, sir. I'll probably need to get with the chairman to sign a few things probably Thursday. Your staff knows how to reach me. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Mr. Stevens, I don't have to pay a toll when I come down there now, do I? <laughs> well, I don't know as much as you and Commissioner Wallen stay down there. Y'all might need that when y'all cross the mountain. Okay. Because I can't charge him because he's got to go check on his farm. Okay. God knew we're ready, sir. <laughs> okay. All right. I have uh, two items for y'all tonight. You're doing well. Thank you, sir. All right. So our first item is a conditional use petition. <clears throat> this was submitted by Ms. Melissa Blunt, who is uh, right here in the audience with us on behalf of John Starr III, owner for a conditional use to operate a private school. This property is located at 624 Freeman Grove Road and is further described as parcel 208053. Uh, the building is currently being used as a church and it will continue to operate as one. And this parcel is located in District 4. Um, this is the Grace Point Worship Center. If I don't know if anyone's familiar with it. It's on Freedman Grove. I'll, I'll show you on the map. Near the park, kind of, sort of? Yeah, a little bit past mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. um, is this a public hearing issue? Uh, yes, this will be a public hearing as well. Oh, Chairman, I make a motion we go into public hearing. Sure it is. Second. 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 <clears throat> Mr. Brown said not necessarily, but I'm not did. sure conditional use qualifies as a public hearing item. I think rezoning is the only thing required under the law. Oh, we we usually do it to be safe with the other cities, uh, so I guess uh, it doesn't. Yeah, just whatever you. Motion. Let's just vote. All right. All right. So but, here's. But let's doing. let's get a clarification on that. I'd like to know though. Sure. I'll yeah, double check I, with Kelly, I get but I'm confused too. I'm almost, I'm almost sure the rezoning is the only thing required by law. Okay. It's not anything in your ordinance that says okay. you have to do those on a public hearing. I'm ordinance. The cities may have a different ordinance. Jeff, I'll double check. Cities may have a different ordinance. They may. Yeah, they may. Okay, you have to look at it. Uh, all right. So the uh, this is Leroy Kofer right here. Here's Friedman Grove. Uh, if you turn on to here, go down a bit. It'd be on your left. <coughs> a little bit closer look at the actual property. Uh, you come in right here is the access point on Freeman Grove here. Uh, you can see the front part is zoned AR1. It's part of that AR1 corridor. Back is A1. Uh, both of these zones allow the same uses, so it's not really an issue for this. 
So I have a couple pictures here to kind of orient you around the property. So when you come in here, here's the, uh, the building, of course. There are two handicap uh, paved spots right here by themselves. Uh, churches are allowed uh, for a condition to have unpaved parking. So they do have unpaved parking across the way here for their regular uh, church attendees. Uh, here's another view from the building, and there's a walkway, of course, which is required by ADA standards, so they're all good on that. Uh, here's the back of the building. I believe this area somewhere is going to have a uh, fenced-in area uh, to be <coughs> the playground. Uh, Ms. Blunt can probably give you more info on that. Uh, here's some photos of the inside. Uh, these rooms are going to be, they're going to have some of those little dividers and be kind of turned into smaller classrooms. Uh, I believe these will be pretty small class sizes, too. Um, they want to do more individual kind of one-on-one -on -one work with the students. Uh, so here's their narrative, uh, just some relevant parts. I would like to use our existing church building, Grace Point Worship Center, to house our students for learning. There will be no new construction taking place. Our church is located at 624 Friedman Grove Road. Um, they want to use what classrooms we already have and incorporating our fellowship hall as well. The kitchen will not be used for cooking or to serve hot prepared meals. We will plan for children to bring their lunches. Um, so they are, uh, let's see, I think that's, um, you know, they're, they're covering all the basics in, in education, of course, and uh, Ms. Blunt is a certified uh, educator. Let's see, uh, we are looking to accommodate up to approximately 50 children to begin with grades preschool to fifth grade, um, and they would plan to enlarge in the future, um, you know, upon success of this first endeavor. Uh, and uh, I believe that's probably all that's relevant here. I'll show you a little bit of the floor plan. Uh, so this is the front area right here. These would be used as classrooms, of course, and then this is the fellowship hall, which would um, also be divided up and, and used for uh, assemblies and, and teaching as well. <coughs> so our conditional use requirements, um, it shall not adversely affect the economic value or physical appearance of the neighborhood. Uh, this narrative indicates there will be no physical changes to the building at the present, but a paved driveway and parking spots will be added, uh, and it would not adversely eff uh, affect the economic value. Uh, just to explain quickly, as it is a church right now, churches don't require paved parking, but schools do. And so uh, it's one per 17 students, I believe. And with uh, starting with 50 students, that basically comes out to having three paved parking spots. So they will be uh, creating an access, uh, paved access from the road up to the parking spots with three paved parking spots as required per ordinance in addition to the two handicapped ones that are already there. So there'll be five total. So the physical and environmental effects of allowing the conditional use shall be considered. We did not uh, see any detriments there. Buffer zones where necessary to shield adverse factors shall be considered. Uh, no buffers are required for this, but uh, a designated outdoor play area for children will be surrounded by a chain link fence, just wanted to mention. And uh, <coughs> as I said, for parking, landscaping, building, et cetera, uh, the parking ordinance requires one paved parking spot per 17 children for schools. So the applicant will be paved to drive to the parking lot and create three new spaces in addition to the existing two. So uh, LCPC is recommending approval for this conditional use. Mr. Chairman, I just, yes, I just had a question. Um, we're just approving for conditional use of the property, including the building, or that's mm -hmm. all in one inclusive? Uh, yeah, yes, okay. ma'am, yeah. So. The, in your ordinance, you know, what's per, a church is permitted by right uh, in, a, uh, in an AR1 and A1 zone, which is, you know, where it is right now, but uh, schools are allowed as a conditional use. So this property would just carry that conditional use with it. And, you know, that building 
uh, would be allowed to be used, you know, as, as a private school in the future as well. Um, yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> well, that, and I, I, and maybe Ms. Blunt may, if she can come to the podium. Yeah, absolutely, Ms. Blunt. It, it just Give us your name, Ms. Blunt, for the matter of record, please, ma'am. Yes, I'm Melissa Blunt. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And I was just thinking, you, do you have to go through the state regulations or anything to, for approval? To no, or just it's because it's considered a Christian school, uh -huh. um, we don't have to um, do anything like that unless we do um, where we're going to have to um, go beyond the fifth grade where you want to have um, classes that have to be ready and prepared for college. Mm -hmm. um, you do supposed to have someone that can run the school with a master's degree. We do have that. Okay. Um, in order, um, we do have certified teachers that are ready to teach our students. Um, so we are blessed with that. Okay. When do you expect to open up if everything goes? We're hoping to, our, our project date is August, mm -hmm. permitting everything goes well. Ms. Thrift, okay, I think I understand your question. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, no, no, please, thank you. Okay. So, yeah, this, this license you're, you're granting here for the condition leave doesn't supersede any, any state requirements for what's required of a school. So, okay. you know, they, they would still need to meet all state requirements for that. Okay. All right. But that, now you got me curious, but that would not be a county liability of any sorts. No. No, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> uh, sprinkler systems, is that required or, or not required? Just out of curiosity. I'm not trying to make you work I'm hard not, or trying um, to make you spend an extra money. Where we do have fire, um, I mean exit signs. We mm -hmm. have our um, um, exits for in case there's a fire. We have all that already posted. Mm -hmm. um, just general. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. not aware of the sprinkler. I'm, I'm not sure that would probably be a question for the building department. Or, I don't yeah, I, 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 I think over so many think, people in the building, it has to have yeah. a sprinkler. Over Mr. Brown, I believe something. it is over so many people. Yeah, in I general, when we build our if church. It's gonna be a I, I'm going I'm to I'm say no. I don't think so. Right, Mr. Brown, mm -hmm. Chair, mm -hmm. would you could you double check that to make sure? Uh, check with our our fire chief to see what you know what is actually called for to, to to make sure we're safe. That's all. Is that for exit signs, Commissioner Three? No, for no, the, no, the, the sprinkler, sprinkler system. Sprinkler systems yeah, and so whatever else is needed. In the, in well, the, I mean, I would think I may be wrong, but they probably think it's more 250. people there on a Sunday morning than they are during school. Exactly, right, right. So I, 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 I don't think, think they would have to have one. I don't either. I really don't. But but let's check to make sure that we are we're right. That's all. Now, Mr. Gunner, this wouldn't have required you to send out any notices to the surrounding neighbors. Ms. Blunt, anything else you want to say about your project? No, we're just excited and ready to be able to give our community um, some really uh, grounded educational tools and um, just that we feel that this is the day and time that we need it. Can't have enough. You say you want it to be open by when? August. Hopefully our, um, August is our projected date. We've really been working hard and um, trying to be prepared and get ready for it. Okay. Mr. Chairman, I'm, I'm real familiar with Ms. Blunt and her family, and, uh, and I, I'm sure Commissioner Jones would be in support of this. Um, known them for a good long while, so 
Yeah. And probably should attend their church, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to get us off track, but the name Gordon Blunt sticks with me. Is that? Uh, that would be my husband's family. Okay. That, yes. All right. Okay. <coughs> long time. That would be my uncle. All right. Somebody got to stand in the gap for a commissioner? I'll, I'll do it. Um, and I'm. <clears throat> charging him every time I stand in the gap for him. But, uh, Mr. Chairman, I would uh, make a motion that we um, grant approval for conditional use 2021-56 with standard conditions. Second. Motion and second. We approve the presentation as presented by LCPC for the conditional <laughs> use um, for this school for third to fifth grade. Great. <laughs> Starting in August. Any further discussion? All in favor? All right. Thank you so much. All right. Ring the bells. <laughs> Ring the bell. We can just, Mr. Chairman, since y'all did go into public hearing. If you uh, come out. She has a motion to come out of public hearing. I move. Second. Second. All in favor? All right. Back in the regular session. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And I have one more item for you, which is the Tradeport West EMS facility uh, gateway design review. So this is the, uh, the new EMS facility that uh, is going to be on South Coastal Highway, just south of Midway. Uh, this is uh, in the Gateway Design Review Corridor, so the, you know, the aesthetics of the project as well as the site plan have to be looked at and approved by your Gateway Design Board, uh, the shared board between Liber- uh, Liberty County, Midway, and Riceboro. So uh, they were able to meet on October 25th and uh, you know, come to a conclusion on this and review on your behalf. So this is the location of the site. We're going to be down here. So here's a midway, of course, 84 and 17 meet here. Come down this way. Uh, here is the uh, site plan. So you can kind of see some of the improvements they're, they're going to be doing here. Uh, the parking lot, of course, <coughs> the access as well here. And uh, you know the building in the center. I've got a few pictures of the, uh, the elevations and such, too. Mr. Chairman, can I make it easy for me? <laughs> the architect came and presented the plan to them before it went forward to you. He did. Oh, okay. So they, they've seen uh, the video walkthrough. Oh, okay. The outside Great. and the inside and yeah. okay. the colors and. Well, uh, <laughs> only uh, only point I will say is that the uh, design review board uh, had just pointed out that they would like for these uh, bay doors to be almond colored rather than stark white, and you know, they agreed to that. So that is mm. the only note they had and uh, voted on approval. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was a, a couple other notes, and, I, and maybe yeah. I can answer them. I saw the notes that came oh, back from Brandon, one. and I shot those back, if you don't mind. Uh, but the almond door was one thing, which is certainly uh, makes sense. Uh, the other was a question about the signage. Sidewalks. That's a well, well, signage. And uh, the signage, since it's an interior tenant to the Tradeport West Park, we're not sure whether they want a main sign out front, and then we'd have a building sign, so we got to determine that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they asked about a flagpole. That's generally what <coughs> we provide and stand up outside the contract. We want to talk to development authority about that too, though. Mm-hmm. Make sure we don't take away from that. And then I believe uh, there was a request by the board to uh, very give a variance on the sidewalk requirements since they would really lead nowhere at this point mm-hmm. uh, to put them in. But we we certainly would entertain yeah. later on putting you know putting some in if necessary. Yes, sir. Um, I, I took the liberty of measuring it out, and I believe they're about two thousand feet from the nearest sidewalk to connect to. So, mm. okay, variance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what do you need from us? Um, just to uh, grant uh, approval of this with the you know waiver that they would not need to uh, make a sidewalk at this what, time. What was the question about the flagpole? Oh, uh, they were questioning why there wasn't a flagpole in the. Oh, design. why there wasn't? Oh, at uh, the fire yeah, department. There, there, is, there is not one here, but uh, okay. uh, Joey was saying that they generally will add that later in. Okay. Okay. Why does the government building not have a flagpole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Make a motion that we approve it. 
Second. Second. Any further discussion? All in favor to include Commissioner Walton with raise your hand and support. All right. You could have raised my hand a lot. <laughs> Moses. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I no, just no, didn't thank want to you. Say you have to go through all that with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we did see it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. you were doing well, though. Yeah. Yes, thank he was. You. Um, one additional comment, actually. So they do have one sign right now, just as a wall sign. It'll be like actually on the wall of the building. They just mm -hmm. don't have any exterior signs on their design at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I also wanted to make a note to y'all that our design review board is not uh, anywhere near like full of as many members as it should have. Um, and uh, in fact, we barely have enough to meet a, a quorum uh, if, if everybody shows up. Mm -hmm. um, so I would like for, if possible, y'all <coughs> select somebody to serve as a design representative for y'all, a design expert. Um, that could be in our, anyone who has experience in like architecture, landscape architecture, um, engineering, something like that. Um, but uh, Mid Midway is using uh, Marty, our engineer, you know, as as their uh, design representative. But if y'all are able to to come up with somebody and perhaps get that ready to appoint at the next meeting, uh, that would be really beneficial to expediting these kinds of projects. You, you, you wanted us to get someone from the commission or someone from Oh, no, the just anybody okay. anybody in the county who you feel has the design expertise to represent your, your interests. What's the, I think, is it, is it like our other committee appointments or is it something different? It's really, it's really more my line of expertise. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you could, but I mean, certainly whatever y'all want to do with that. Is this yeah. somebody who have a tenure on, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, well, what the ordinance says is somebody in the fields of landscaping, architecture, or engineering. So basically somebody in that area with some, some experience in that field should be fine. And who's on it now? Um, representing y'all, you only have one member for Liberty County, which is Claude Dryden. He's serving as your citizen representative. So. Who are the others, if we may ask? Um, so from Midway, uh, there is, they're actually appointing Mr. Curtis Roberts at Midway next week. Okay. Um, and then Marty is, of course, serving for them. And then uh, uh, Paul Gerald Zachman is, is on the board right here, by yeah. default, as well as Jeff. Oh, here, here. Yeah, there they are. They're on this sheet right okay, here. Mm-hmm. They, yep. They were. There, there they are. Landscape, engineering, what's the other? Th third. Uh, architect. Architecture. Oh, architecture. A, a design yeah, a design professional. Trent, you, you want to come up with somebody. Trent, right well, there. Yeah, the only... I think the only thing we've got to be careful of is is you reviewing Conflict our projects. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So but, but, but a, a lot how of more. How about your buddy that used to work? Uh, he, what's his name? <coughs> oh. Where? Sack. He, yeah, all, he a pretty yeah. good engineer, Marcus Sack. Can he do it? Will that be a conflict or is Trent going to do it? Yeah, I mean, I think either one can do it. It's just it, we don't have conflict. He just wouldn't be able to comment on our projects is all. We need somebody with that kind of background. Marcus is Well, just like Marcus wouldn't be able to comment on Midway's yeah. authority. You know? let's, let's give it some thought. Yeah. Let's give it some thought. Okay. How many do you need? Um, we need one more person from y'all. Mm -hmm. and we somebody cuts grass. While he's here, could I ask one more thing, please? And this was a com uh, question that came to us. They're, they're in the process of developing a food truck <clears throat> ordinance. Uh, that's mm. something we don't have in the county. We don't and have. Not that we've had a lot of clamors for it. It's coming. Clamoring for it, but it might be it's coming. coming. <clears throat> Is it okay if they at least bring us a draft to look mm. at? Not that you've got to do anything, but just while they're drafting, I know they had asked me that question. And, and a little something to eat there with it. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, 
we're, we're putting together the ordinance right now for Hinesville and, and Waltarville, so we figured that y'all might be interested on, in yeah. yeah, looking at it as well. I was well. in the office one day when someone was asking a lot of questions, and boy, it was a yeah. bit. Yes, sir, you were there with us. It was uh, a bit. Yeah. We're having about one or two people a week coming in. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's really ramping up. It's getting Let's really big now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay, yeah. Um, why are you gentlemen here? You know, I thought about in the absence of Commissioner Maxie Jones, because we stand in for him. But if if you all could ask the petitioners, like Ms. Blunt, to contact their commissioner, mm -hmm. so therefore he would have had a heads up on that. So okay. If y'all can, you know, not mandatory, but if you can think about that, <coughs> ask petitioner to contact their commissioner, so the commissioner would be abreast of it before it gets here. Then, okay. then Commissioner Jones could have just said, "Hey, I talked to Ms. Blunt. I'm I'm fine with it." Okay, I understand. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, American Rescue Plan Act. Getting to the good stuff. So Kim's going to, Clint's going to drive, Kim's going to lead, and the committee members are here. Um, and as, no. as you're aware, the board appointed an initial committee to at least put a draft together. So at the big head of this, you'll see draft, because I don't want to speak for the committee, but it was echoed that they were sure that uh, when it got here, that the uh, whole board would want input on, the, it over on whatever's over in there. So, right. who's going to leave? Kim, Kim's, I'll, Kim's going to lead through. I'll, I'll start and, and we'll, so we'll help. There's, and um, I don't know. There's se seven categories, and the committee looked at all the categories, and they found pieces in in several of the categories where they wanted to put some funding in, but didn't necessarily have exact plans on who that would go to. For instance, um, that first one up there, y'all can hear me, can't you? Yes. Mm -hmm. that, that first one up there, the 150000 employee oh, oh. vaccine incentive payment. Kim, we, so he can't. Oh, you can't. I'm sorry. Oh, the people can't. So um, <laughs> that's just something we put in there. We don't have to do it. We don't have to do it in 2022 but it's monies that were there in case you want to do something to incentivize, incentivize um, employees to get the vaccine. <clears throat> um, the, the Schumann's Testing Center, we've actually, we already did that one time, um, and we stood up a vaccination center, is that right? A testing yeah. vaccination center at the Schumann? We did, we did. In fact, we didn't stand it up, but we paid for the tent. I'm sorry. Company. That's winding That's down, but there was an allocation there in case we needed again. Remember, this money's got to carry you through uh, through right. 2026, really. Right. So in case we have to, we, the committee felt like we ought to put a little bit of money there. And then um, there were some, some areas, for instance, prevention in congregate settings. And so there were things that we pulled off of your CIP, capital things that were already on your CIP five-year plan. And some of those, for instance, were the jail cell bars, um, of course, the countywide server replacement that is dreadfully needed, mm -hmm. um, the boardroom renovation, the AV and the sounding here so that we don't have to use two cell phones and where it goes out all the time to so where we can truly have a a real professional, I guess, um, sound system and audio visual, uh, mm -hmm. like normal, <laughs> I guess, not, not just makeshift that we've been doing. And, and it's been working. I appreciate our IT guys, but I'm sure they would prefer something better than just two cell phones and a, and a laptop. They would. Um, let's see. We were looking at uh, possibly converting to ADP. 
um, and using some money for that. Uh, we've been, you know, we, we've been hammered in finance and we're struggling to keep up and, and then also provide more employee access to information and more efficiencies in both uh, payroll and timekeeping. So we were looking at possibly doing uh, converting over to ADP. So let me wrap that for you in, in that in that category. Um, you're looking for things that like separation of inmates was allowed. That's how the cell bars we were able to pull it out. We just didn't go to the capital and say, what can we just throw in there? There had to be certain things under those treasury guidelines you could use that money for. So separation of inmates like they had to do, uh, those that were COVID versus non-COVID, the ones that have been tested, waiting on tests, not. They had to go through a lot of separation there, but it just so happens that money would qualify for that and you wouldn't have to come out of the tax base for it. Um, same thing with, um, you know, things you had to do to be able to distribute information to people uh, without direct contact, i.e. server gets pulled in and that dissemination of that. Same thing with board and AV, you shut down the meeting, so, what, okay, so that was in there, we're able to pull that in. And ADP, yes, it's efficient, but in, it, it definitely is needed. This limits the contact the employees have to make, so it's eligible to pull in there. Uh, so again, that section under that prevention is how you limit contact, how you do separation, and, and that's the reason we're able to pull those things only out. Many more in the CIP, obviously. Right, Sorry. and if you go on down, no, I appreciate it. So if you go on down to 1.7, you can see um, capital investments or physical plant changes um, that respond to COVID. So the ARPA um, guidelines specifically talked about um, ventilation systems, very, very specific. So we took several things that were on your CIP, um, the annex improvements, the senior, senior, center, senior center, health department, justice center, all the HVAC systems and ventilation systems that need to be replaced or updated. Um, and then we looked at three big things, three heavy hitters, um, contributions to a new health department building. I don't, I don't believe we have that full cost yet, but we just, the, we, the committee identified to put $2 million of ARPA funds towards that new health department building that is sorely needed. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, then $1.5 million towards the new fire station and a million towards the EMS station. And again, those are all in response to those physical plant changes in response to the COVID-19. So again, these were just amounts can be discussed and changed, um, moved out to what, what year might be appropriate, you know, during that time. Some of these expenditures will help offset the use of general yes, funds. It, exactly, exactly. Costs. A lot of this, it, it does replace the use of general fund, and it might also help reduce the burden on the next sales tax round um, that you're going <laughs> to that people are going to be fighting Stretch for projects. Dollars. Those dollars. And the, yeah. the, the other improvements, just like the prior category, annex improvement, those are all things that you have already adopted in your capital improvement program that we're waiting for funding. Right. And these funds can be used for those too. Right. And again, uh, equipment for EMS, e specific EMS equipment um, in response to COVID-19. Scrolling down. Um, okay, so here in category number two, negative economic impacts, this is where 
the committee identified to put $200,000 in total for small businesses and $50,000 in total for aid to nonprofits that would meet certain criteria, whatever the board determined, um, how that application process and award process would go. But all in total, about $250,000 would be earmarked for that process. One quick note there on the process the committee looked at, and you'll see this later on, is in order to distribute that money to those folks, there's got to be a screening process uh, with income attached as well as financial record keeping. And so we've contacted United Way of Coastal Georgia, who does it for the city of Savannah, as a matter of fact, and they, they would charge an administrative fee pretty modest to do that, but they've already got it all built. And the city of Savannah seems very, very pleased on a larger magnitude using them. So feel pretty good about that. Joey, Kim. Yes, we didn't put an amount, a cap amount, what each? No, we have no details. No, no. Um, we just no. earmarked okay. some funding. Right. Kind of like what you did for the premium pay. You said 10%. Right, okay. So, you know, that's what we did. Okay. But, and I, Go ahead. Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Uh, and then the nonprofits would be 501c3. You've got to set those criteria. The board does. We didn't get into what the criteria were, who would qualify, who wouldn't. Other than we know under Treasury guidelines, there's got to be financial record keeping proof. Mm -hmm. You would decide what the max is, who would be allowable. Uh, now, I will tell you the Treasury guidelines, without, again, getting too deep into it, is that I think we said this before, they have to be someone who lost income that they use for operations. So it's not just folks that raise money mm -hmm. and and gave out uh, scholarships that wouldn't right. qualify right they got to be a business mm -hmm. and so they'd have to operate a business and have financial record-keeping for that business show profit and loss for the business well and I, I think you know we we do something on a much smaller scale where we uh, the 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 funds that we give to like the the, the Frazier Center you know I mean they they um they give us the requests and you know there's a, a paper trail and you know we have all of that in place now this would probably be a, a lot more detail but a 501c3 organization um that that meets the criteria as opposed to let's say a, a, a civic organization that that's not designated 501c3 or a social club that's not designated 501c3 or a 501c3 that doesn't do right yeah, they right. doesn't have a financial. They, they got to be able to prove the loss over the last couple of years, and then track it going forward. We have to maintain that documentation. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Chairman, I had a question. Mm -hmm. I know this is over. Uh, was it six years? Do we draw down as we need, or do you draw no. it all down? So we got fifty percent right up front. We so got we got five point nine million dollars sitting in the bank. Okay. All right. Right now, and then as we spend it, there's going to be a quarterly. Report. Uh, reporting required mm -hmm. to submit um, on what we've been using, and there's very specific criteria on how that's going to be done. Well, very, I, very, good, very good note there. There is nothing. There is nothing specific about the year that it was put in, other than what right. we'll talk about on premium pay that we'd like to go ahead and get out to the, uh -huh. to the folks who qualify. Right. Uh -huh. uh, right. Simply from logistics standpoint, but what year the commission put some of these in? They will move. It'll be yeah. about like your CIP, right? You know, especially as we start talking about the <laughs> recreation stuff that's eligible, right? You know, the outdoor recreation stuff that's eligible. right. So then, um, the committee wanted to put some money um, in 
education assistance, early learning, and education assistance, academic services. This was, this was kind of, um, I'm not really sure, maybe the chairman can talk about this because I know this was kind of a last minute, like one of the last things we did add, but we did want to earmark some money for that. And we talked about Head Start. And we we talked start. about a couple of things. And after school programs. And after school programs, that's correct. Um, and then you see down on 3.9, it says healthy childhood environments. Um, and so we talked about outdoor recreation facilities. So, you know, your walking trails, um, any fitness equipment, a fishing pier. A again, these were just ideas that were thrown out. Mm -hmm. um, some of these were on your CIP and some, you know, we just considered. So, again... There's just specific monies allocated, but it doesn't have to be for those specific no. projects. Um, those were just some ideas under the recreation. And those can change, These, add, subtract. All with, with the exception of fishing pier, the others are on your CIP. Right. Uh, we pull those directly off. The fishing pier is the land that thought the committee had. We, we bought a piece of land down at Cattle Hammock mm -hmm. a while back, and we've had some talks with DNR about going in and doing a design on that. And, and using as a fishing pier, and that was money to be able to uh, possibly maybe do the design and, and some match. And some match, yeah, because you, when we talk about the, the passive outdoor recreation facility, a fishing pier would be used by a lot of people. It's a good place uh, to use some of those funds for outside. It is. Mm -hmm. it, it really is, and it does ease some of the burden on the sales tax monies for recreation. Um, every year, I, they'll spend as much money as we give them, you know, because there are so many opportunities. And they spend wisely, too. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and I think we have great parks. Kim. Yes, sir. Go back to your recreation up there. Um, uh -huh. we, since we got Jones Creek and the restroom at 400, when we look at this again, let's see if we can change that and drop in Miller Park and kind of like split the money with Jones Creek and Miller Park. And again, none of those are set in stone. No, it's not, nothing it's set in stone. I'm just making that this suggestion. Is, this is right. available. And what we're hoping is that you'll take this and over the next two weeks kind of make some suggestions mm -hmm. or, or tweak it as you like. And then when we come back before you in your mid-month, um, you could bless it and, and adopt it. Right. Again, it doesn't have to, even though you adopt it, it can still be Change. changed, yeah. just like your right. CIP. Yeah. It's it's a living document that changes. Yeah. Yes, it completely. Mm -hmm. um, Kim, um, since we're going go go to uh, one point seven nine, and I I think I know. I just need a, just a little clarification. Um, okay. Number five. That's that's a fancy name for the jail. It is. Okay. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Adult are, correctional are, facility. Three ventilation systems that all but are dead there in that old section that you are going to have to replace. Mm -hmm. And instead of coming out of the general fund, we thought it'd be better. Right, because there is no sales tax money. Yeah, well, so, I, I, I've never heard it uh, <laughs> identified as that. I, I went out there um, the other day, and I was, it was well, not but grown men in there. So I said, you know, is this another place that I. Okay. <laughs> okay. That particular. Um, item there that Commissioner Giller just talked about. Was there anybody in that during COVID? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. So you're basically talking about 
retrofit the whole thing with bars? I mean, different bars or? Uh, well, I think the 75 here, I, I put my glasses back on. I think the 75, there were two things. I think this one was the heating and air system. Yeah. yeah. There. And then the bars were the, ret it was to retrofit a section that didn't have bars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you go on to number four? Okay. Number four, the premium pay. Um, <clears throat> this was a dollar amount. Um, the the committee said let's set aside 10 percent and then come up a, come up with a plan a scale of how we're going to distribute some premium pay and talk about who's eligible um how that'll work again the arpa guidelines are real strong about compensating your lower paid employee essential employees who come to work and perform their duties in this environment and they want you to concentrate heavily on those lower um, paid, paid employees. Yes. Um, yeah. So let me take it one step further. So pay was one thing. It was it was concentrated on those employees who had the most exposure to the COVID virus, which generally were your lower paid employees. So that's how they got to the lower paid employees. But it was sanitation workers, janitors. Uh, Folks, folks that touched that material uh, and had to handle it. That, that's how it got to that that low driver. And that's in a narrative that says that. that yes. Yes. Well, you know, and I, I know all of us. We, we've talked about it before we got to this point, and I and I appreciate the committee. Um, you know, for the hard work and meeting to to do this, but um, every not not but. In addition, everyone knows how how I feel about that because of um, the our hardworking guys that um, that didn't miss a beat throughout this pandemic and this is um, the beginning of probably the 19th month so I mean you you, you figure that um, eight months uh, but 10 months last year but 10 months so far this year and eight months last year that's that's 18 months and, and um, they're gonna wake up in the morning and, and they're going out there and do the same thing again tomorrow. And if we can um, do anything to give them a, a more uh, decent, livable wage, I really and truly think we should do that. Now, you know, we got them classified as sanitation and it's, it's just flat out um, blue collar workers that's, that's out there every day that's gonna get in a pickup truck a dump truck and they're going to go out and they're going to maintain um they're going to roll up their this, sleeves this, and they're going to get it this done county. And, and, and hadn't missed the beat and as and as far as i know you know i know a lot of those guys i don't know how many of them um um may have had to miss time because of um the virus or what have you but i do know that um if, you know if i'm talking to clinton you know who clinton and i have the same job um that um it's, it's tough work even when it's not a pandemic and if we can do something to um to bring them up and um, increase their pay um because those guys are going to be there with us when the pandemic is gone i mean they've been with us before doing and they'll be there after and um we, if we can help them we really need to help them Damn. And that's just an estimated dollar figure, right? Well, no, actually, actually, we need to uh, go ahead into that detail a little bit with you, so we can so we can see that mm -hmm. to explain with the, with the detail up there. Because 
through everything that we just talked about about where Treasury's guidance were, um, the committee looked at three tiers of premium pay, uh, with the lower tier being more than any of the other tiers, mm -hmm. and then it scaled back uh, on that tier. And, and I think Kim, Kim's going to have to confirm this. So, we, we you know, we, um, we're we listening to uh, carefully to the $15 minimum. And, of course, you know, we've talked about doing that and putting it on permanently, and we're going to get uh, – we've talked to UGA, uh, in fact, City of Savannah. Uh, Mr. Moser was able to talk to their HR director today about how they're going to do that because they've got, a, they've got a pay plan too, governmental pay plan. And so, as they implement that thing, it's very important not to get out of sync with the pay plan. So, what you most likely see is a heavier hit in that play plan, play plan, plan at the bottom, not as much of a hit in the middle, and even less of a hit at the top, right? Because what you're trying to do is bring the lower really, bring, really bring the lower ones up, but you can't throw the disparity out of the <clears> play plan. Um, and so, we're going to work through that with UGA, but the, the dollar amount. <clears throat> that is suggested here mm -hmm. to get us until that pay plan is done, mm -hmm. whether you make it permanent or not, mm -hmm. uh, would make up that difference. For uh, this fiscal year. For this fiscal year. So it makes them whole uh, for this past fiscal year, and then you can make the decision whether you want to, and I know you do, uh, keep, you know, bring all those things up to 15, make them permanent, uh, fund them either with some more ARPA money, or portions of ARPA money probably in portions of general fund, because you got the other thing you got to be careful of is using the ARPA money to fund a certain amount over a certain limit mm -hmm. in ARPA. So you could only hit the lower ones mm -hmm. with the ARPA funds. And that and that's what Savannah's got to work through on theirs to okay. their pay plan. So we, we, know, we know that's the goal. The main reason I just bring that up is to say this dollar amount, we started with the dollar amount that made them whole plus some. Okay. But, Joey, uh, uh a young man finished high school and he comes to work as an entry-level laborer at the road department. What, what's, what's that pay? Do you know right off the top? I, I don't. It's, it's, if you'll go all the way up, um, Clint. And I hate to get the guy names in here. Probably 1378 would be my guess. Okay. Probably right here. Okay. No. Uh, right up there. The, so, well, so, yeah, let her, let her explain it. I want to point out one other thing before we finish. Well, okay, so the way that I broke this out because I had to work within the 10% 10, 10 is I tried to first look at everybody who made less than $15 an hour. Mm -hmm. If you made less than $15 an hour, that was going to be your first bucket would be the would, would be the 4000 If you scroll on down, Clint, then your next bucket would be from 15 to 1999. Mm -hmm. That would be your next bucket. Mm -hmm. Scroll on down, then you're going to be from your 20 to I think 25. Mm -hmm. If you that and then anybody over 25 would be your final bucket. So Clint, if you go back down to right there. So you see here where I calculated it, you're going to have and again, I ran this back in September. So the employee mix might change a little bit for people who have left and all, but it, when I did this, there was about 43 people who were less than $15, eligible um, employees, less than $15. And then 168 employees between 15 and 1999, 94 employees between 20 and 25, 
and 70 employees over $25. So, and then there was a group of employees who do not qualify because ARPA is very clear if they did not report to work, if they did not come to work, if they work from home, they are not eligible. So we did have some departments mm -hmm. who work from home and they're not eligible. Not eligible. So, so in this one, you've got 375 full-time employees. And then if you'll go to that part-time, um, the second tab, yeah, right. that one right there. Then you've got another 86 part-time, permanent part-time, like your kennel cleaners or your uh, convenience center uh, workers. So those are your permanent, not your seasonal part-time, but your permanent part-time workers who would be awarded too. And then we also identified um, some workers for some funds for the poll workers. Poll workers. Well. So um, all together, we're trying to stay within that 10% that the committee wanted us to stay in, and those were the buckets that we identified that would come as close as we could get okay. to actually changing their rate this year, at least make them whole, and then hopefully July, we'll have that study back and we'll have our salary done and we can start from there with yeah, the 15. Yeah. And Ms. Kim. Kim. You can use part of the ARPA money for that if you wanted to in the first year yeah. or, or carry it all in the general fund. I mean, it's totally up to commission what they want to do. Okay. Right. Uh, Mr. Chairman, didn't we we left some funds there for emergency? Well, uh, yeah, we're not yeah, done we yet. So, can I oh, okay. Well, well, let me show you one more thing. Click go back to that slide, please, and, and go all the way to the first tab that you had, and go all the way to the very beginning again. All the way up. You're all the way down in 600. Go all the way up. <laughs> um. So the other thing, um, Commissioner Gear, that'll happen. Yeah. is it gives us time to finish the fire and EMS study too. Because these folks are, we, we've just gotten some reports back on these fire service people uh, from UGA. They're wrapping that up now. Uh, Mr. Mosley and Ms. Troutman and I looked at it along with EMS. Those will probably be adjusted uh, during this year. So this will look different by the time you look at your $15 carry for it. Right. Okay. When are you planning on wrapping that up? We're looking at the finals now, probably in the next 30 days. Well, you need to catch Georgia while they're winning. <laughs> they have a change of heart. Kim and Joey, um, so we're looking at how many total employees that's going to be affected. Who's, who's going to receive premium pay? Oh, it's three seventy-five. Well, three, three seventy-five. Discuss something with the chief registrar, and she suggested that we kind of pull the payroll records during the months where they had the heavy, uh, this year, where they had the heavy, like in, in February, March, April, when they had all that mm -hmm. recount and audit mm -hmm. and another election, mm -hmm. to see who actually worked. worked. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yes, clear. definitely the 375 plus the 86, maybe another 70 poll workers. All right, let's just... Forget about the poll workers. 
So you're looking at how many three what? Three seventy five. Plus eighty six. And Kim, with with the that particular number and to bring in those folks up to the dollar number, how much is the total amount? Is that it right there? One the one million ninety three there you go. 724. So the way it's got it, we're $117 over if we do everybody. But like I said, there was 165 poll workers on the rolls, but that's not how many poll workers are going to be. Right. Mm. So my guess is we're going to be right there. I mean, we're, we'll be right. Right so in that range. Well, I, I was just going to say with that, with that figure there, and I don't know what the other commissioners feel about it. I'm just going to give you mine. I don't see that's a dollar amount that, to be real honest, we're about three years behind. As many as five years behind, really. I mean, I, I don't know what we got to try to do to get us, Joey, to that dollar figure. Budget-wise, I know we had some add-ons and all of these things that happened this year and all of us work for the best interest but there's no reason why that can't happen another time to bring these people back i mean we're talking about we're calling people essential and non-essential if they're getting their names up there then they're essential i don't there's no other way to describe it i mean if you didn't need them, then they needed to be somewhere else. So we need to be looking at that. I agree, Commissioner Walton. I'm just saying the very first thing before before any constitutional officer comes in there, and we've talked about this before, less, that's the goal that we need to be trying to. Well, so, so you know, and, and I agree, and, and if you, when we integrate your $15 an hour threshold, at the bottom, no less than 15, and, and that scale moves proportionately, and, and it's not going to move the same proportionately, but when UGA adjusts that scale, I think you'll be very happy with where you want to be. I, I uh, cons considering that um, really last year, year before now, uh, you did a market analysis, you did. and you were pretty, pretty darn close in a lot of areas. And I know a lot's changed since then, but I think you'll be happy after that. I really well, do. Well, I, I don't want to. I think that we're above being close. I mean, we're we're sitting here depending on people. I mean, if you look up there and decide, like Commissioner Gillard just talked about, and I mean, it is. It's a regular. It's a regular project that we take pretty close to our heart. When you go down there on a Friday and you see them doing what they're doing. I'm talking about some of the road department, uh, sanitation, people picking up trash. But if you had to, if, if this number was the same in five years and you picked the phone up and said, hey, I need you to do this, you're liable not to be talking to that person because he's already gone. And the only way to retain good employees is to start there in the beginning of the budget for next year. Yeah, that's all the thing I'm going to say. Yes, sir, I agree. And, and that's the reason we're pushing. So we want to make sure we've got that number you need for the budget. And this makes some whole for this year. This year. But but then that will make them whole. But yes, it's in a lump sum yeah. that makes them whole. But There's yeah. somewhere along the line that all of those numbers up there is going to go away. Yes, sir. And we're going to have to still 
be figuring on to make this work is going to have to be some pretty serious things done in our departments and with our department heads. But, I mean, they've got to have these employees to work, whether it's in probate, the clerk, the courts, the sheriff's office, sanitation, or whatever. So when you pick the phone up to call them, it's liable to ring until you don't hear nothing but the answer machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm, I'm tired. About, <laughs> I, I've talked about this every year for the past three years. And the first thing we have is somebody wanting to know if they can get another computer system. So I, there is one thing. Um, like when we, we said this is, this is a draft. It can be changed. It can mm -hmm. be tweaked. It can be, you know, however you want to do. But if at your mid-month meeting, um, you at least adopt it or even adopt a piece of it, then we would, finance would be prepared to move forward with issuing the premium payments, I, I would hope, in November. Um, well, this is October. This is no November. 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 Yeah, right. So if you, if, you had, if you adopted it or at least adopted, approved a piece of it, we could be sitting on go. And so your mid-month meeting is the 18th, so the next week right before Thanksgiving, it's possible that we could go ahead and be prepared to issue the premium pay. Well, you know, um, Kim, I, you know, you and Joe both said it's, it's a fluid document. Yes. I mean, you know, and um, we, again, we thank the committee. Um, I think it was Commissioner Frazier, Commissioner Stevens, and the chairman. Y'all were the committee, and I know Kim and Joe and Mr. Mosley were involved. Um, and... Um, and I, I, you know, we, we got the email. And I appreciate that you're getting it out um, before the meeting. And again, and as again, as everyone know, I wanted to take care of those employees. And if if y'all just convince me that that's in there, it's in there. I'm ready to. Um, it's in there. I'm ready to adopt it now. I, I, <laughs> that's good news. I, 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 that's good news. I am now. Um, Joe, you look like you got. Reservations about no, something. Sir, there. I don't. Not at all. I don't Man, have I, a problem. I, feel, I think we feel really there's a good. There's a few more sections, but I do. Yeah. I do know. Hey. As far as like the urgency, I just felt like the premium pay <laughs> was the urgency yes, because right. in, anything else, but, you, you the know, recreation or the commissioner. Commissioner Stevens said something about. Uh, Jones Creek and, and, uh, and yeah. Miller Park. I mean, that's, that can be put. That, that, that money is there. Right. You, you can. Right. You can just move it right. like you, you want. You, can do, you right. can do whatever. But so I was that. hoping that we could get the premium payout. Oh, definitely. And, and I, I know, Kim, you, you just said that that is, is more to it, but um, we, we're ready to vote. Well, I mean, let me leave Okay. 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 Actually, actually it, gets, it gets sweeter. So, <laughs> yes, it does. Sweeter than taking care of the employees? Sweeter. Man, I can't <laughs> so, section uh, category five is infrastructure. And so, there's $250,000 identified for the countywide sewer project. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you had talked about making plans going forward for right. to address all that. And then the drinking water, again, this is at the adult correctional facility. <laughs> <laughs> those water lines are failing, and that those items right there were in your CIP. We pulled them from there and put them on here. Okay. Um, and then you've got your east and west end water expansion, $1.68 This is the match money for the grants I, we just put in the hopper. Okay. And then uh, Category 7. Uh-huh. We kind of looked at the money, what it's also going to take to bring the water under the railroad. Right. To, you know, our. Right. Anyway. Okay. Um, okay. 
all the way up to the school, I think. Yeah. So, so uh, now for the icing. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, so the ARPA does let you um, keep some of the money for any in-house administration that you're doing. Um, so that's part of what you see there each year. The 150,000 that would that would recoup kind of Mr. Brown's um, time, my time, um, any other in-house time that we spend, we would be able to to maintain that. The outside administration is what he was talking about. United Way helping us with those applications, um, and then this 634,000. I just stuck this amount in there under administration, but this was kind of an amount still available to be allocated at the board's request. Okay. And that so, could be do we want to keep some back? Payments going into your first year to those minimum yeah. wages, or whatever. however you want okay. to do it. Okay. So okay. you know there Here's wasn't every single penny cushion. allocated, yes, so there's still over over six hundred thousand that hard times, mm -hmm. yeah, hard times. But again, we have to appreciate so, Joey for that recommendation that we well, do a contingency. It, again, we don't. Know, there may be fourteen million more next year. Who knows? But on the chance that they're not, that we were told to plan this money through twenty twenty six. So if we have a resurgence of something, if you I mean, who knows yeah. what's coming That's in right. the next three or four yeah. years. So and at that so point you change said, it. Hey, we'll put some aside and And also I think one question, I don't know who asked the question in our meeting was that if we put X amount of dollars here and it's not utilized, we can come back and Absolutely. shift that money. It, this isn't a referendum, so <laughs> you <Yeah>. can. <laughs> long as yep. it meets, long as it meets the treasury categories. Right, as long as it fits in one of these categories, we can shift that money. Kim, Kim, on that re remaining balance, did did you have that covered, and, and you put all that other stuff in, and then when you pulled the cover weight, was that zero? No, I okay. put that in there to, to get it in there. That was a plug. <laughs> that's what us accountants call plug. <laughs> okay. okay. That, hey, man, that's, that, that's great. That's great. So good that's job. what we're looking at. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the committee. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. Good job, committee. Good job, everyone. I just wish Justin was here where we could tell him. Woo. But he, he, he's watching it online. Stuff like work yeah. and all for you mm -hmm. to bring back some recommendations. Okay. Get a brush off. And, and again, uh, before we leave, if the bolt, I mean, I know Commissioner Jones in here, Commissioner Frazier helped develop it, but um, if, if, if you, we don't have to know tonight, but if, if you want to go in and say, what, yeah, what, pay, yeah, what, yeah um, we can start, we can go ahead and start running the reports that we need to try and get that set up. Now, this week we're running regular payroll, but you know, we wouldn't have to wait until the week of Thanksgiving. So by Thanksgiving, they can go buy a bigger turkey. Uh, Mr. Uh, Chairman, can we make a motion? Can I make a motion to yes, go ahead with the premium? Motion. Yes, sir. I make a motion. We move forward with the premium. Second. Second. Oh, oh man, second. I missed. We move forward with the premium. Okay. Yes. I'll. I'll um, we'll start running that, and I'll, I'll notify you when we peg a date where we can run it separate, because right. um, we are going to have to run that as a se separate special um, payroll, mm -hmm. not take any of the deductions, and not match any retirement. So there's some things we got to do. But thank Good. you. I All appreciate that. That doesn't. That gives us a little more time. Mr. Brown, Mr. Question. Go, I'm going back to that UGA study. Yes, sir. Uh, will there anything be retro in this for them? For those guys that's uh, totally up to y'all and then it would be what the dollar amount is but certainly up whatever y'all want to do on it because how, how long they've been they, they've been you 
You applied for this UGA study, what, back Well, in what, what happened is now, so the firefighters' wages were already set, mm -hmm. um, and so what they're tooling up for now is that increased infrastructure mm -hmm. and, and rank and things like that, so that makes some things change. It won't change everything. Mm -hmm. and, and the thing to keep in mind there is hourly rate is one thing. The annual earning is another because they have automatic overtime. So that's the reason some, you, you may see some rates you know, be lower than other areas, but those others don't don't authorize automatic overtime. Okay. And so they come here because, in the end, they make more. So the same same will apply for EMS, EMS or EMTs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. But we'll bring all that to you. Okay. We're bring all that. To you. All right. Good job. Thank you, gentlemen. All Thank right. you, everybody. Other note, real quickly, is that what before she leaves is that uh, I know Commissioner Walton asked me uh, this. Uh, a few minutes ago, the, the state ARPA money uh, for emergency responders that was awarded by the governor to uh, firefighters, certified firefighters, certified uh, law enforcement, certified EMS, and volunteer firemen, uh, we finally got, I think, all the material we needed, and 911, excuse me, certified 911 yes. people, uh, that, that basically uh, we've gotten all the certification numbers we need from those divisions now. And yep. I'll let you say when you think y'all are going to do that. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, I, we were going to try and do that this month, too. And so we still want to try and do that this month. Now that we just got that final list today, we're going to start going through it. And I will start, um, I'll probably tomorrow get with my payroll person, payroll people, and we'll look at a calendar and try and schedule that. Those $1,000 payments we have to do in batches, and those are, let's we, we issue it, and then we have to file for reimbursement. That money isn't already here. Mm. So it's a little more tricky, and that reimbursement is very, I've seen the template. I don't know if y'all have gone online and seen that template. It's very specific, very picky. So um, we'll probably go ahead and do premium pay, because that'll be the easiest, and we have the funding for it. Mm -hmm. And then um, I would still like in the month of November to go ahead and start with the public safety $1,000. And we'll do those in batches. We'll do fire. We'll do EMS and um, fire and 911. I didn't realize EMS. it was about the reimbursement method. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You have to pay it and then file for reimbursement. It would be hard for a small county to, to do that kind of thing. Will be. It would be for the yeah. cash flow. You're yeah. right. Probably have to wait until after they send out tax bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have one one other question uh, on that um, slide that was up there. It, it was something about incentive, you know, to get people the vaccinated. Vaccine. Right. Yeah. W yeah. Um, Again, we didn't work into the details of that. Right. We need to come back and think about. I, I think we did allocate. I think we we said. So I, I think we said. Well, let's do two hundred and fifty dollars per employee yeah. and um, I think I don't know we, we were talking about what Savannah's doing what Chatham County's doing mm -hmm. and I think we just said well let's do 250 and then we said well let's just put 150,000 right and see yeah if and when we'll use it yeah I, I mean you know the amount was 150,000 right. but um and, and how many you know, everybody that that's works for Liberty County how many employees do we have Joy do you know uh, a little, let's see, 500. Well, that's both we had, part time and full time. Yes. Yeah, we had the 375 and 86. That's yeah. 461, but we got around 500. Yeah, if you talk about total, in, in, because what you saw up there didn't include child support, right. didn't include the DA's office. Right. Right. Um, okay. So, yeah, we it's over 500. I don't, I don't know how far 
500, but I was trying to see. But that's, you know, that's some of the details on the stuff. So if 150,000, how much? If you did $250, that would cover 600 employees, 150,000. Well, well let's, let's say the incentive would uh, target the ones that hadn't done it. Or, or would well, what most people are doing, what most people are doing, are giving for, an for, amount for to the people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, giving an amount to the people that have gotten it. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's time to get it again. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think you, you know, you roll again. I was thinking about. You could. That. Yeah. Hey, it's look. It's, it's time to get a renewal. So you go get the booster. Okay. Or you get it for the first time right. and you qualify for the. Incident. Okay. Okay. So there's actually 542 people. I just got a text. Okay. 542 employees. Um, but again, if you, 150000 would cover $250 per person up to 600 people. So we're, we're covered if we wanted to and, do that. And, and that's just a number on the line item. I mean, yes. it's still. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Okay. But that's good. All right. Uh, okay. Source Coastal Space Request. Thank you, Kim. All Thank right. you all. Thank the committee members. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can come in later in the morning. <laughs> you heard him. You heard him. Oh, hey, hey. You, you need to come in and start getting them checks right now. <laughs> You're right. Hey, yeah. the employees are lying saying, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. better come in yeah. on time. <laughs> and it's going to be a great Christmas party this year. Yeah, yeah that's great. Mm -hmm. uh, the work source, you, you may remember, uh, wanted to see about occupying some space over with the um, reentry re -entry program. Thank mm -hmm. you. I'm sorry. Um, and so you asked me to check on how much space and if they could pay. The fact is, really, all they want to do is use a cubicle over there mm. and share a conference room, which they don't use much. Um, my recommendation is that you really don't look at trying to yeah. calculate and charge for that cubicle space. They're, they're trying to get back into the other building anyway that they were in. It's that and it's very fire. temporary. Yes, sir. I mean, to, to have a lease agreement, okay. which we'd have to have with them for use of a cubicle space. Of, no. No. Maybe uh, 20 feet. I don't. Just, I don't just, just be good neighbors, whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. If that's okay, we'll we'll uh, we will work up something, just a piece of paper that absolves us of any liability yes. and stuff like okay. that. All right. Move forward. I will. And so uh, the road department, uh, we as you know, uh, we we've been cleared to uh, work with Coastal Electric. Uh, down there on a piece of property. They're going to go ahead and timber that property, and once they timber it, then we'll do the final plat and can go through with uh, with that. Uh, EMS station, this clears the final hurdle for that, so that should be hitting the street uh, for bids and advertisement within the next two weeks. <coughs> um, we, did, I, we did get all the grants filed, so we applied for both sides of the water system and interstate paper road. So I got those in the hopper last Friday. So we'll wait to hear from like to hear the outcome on those. I think committees are supposed to start reviewing those this month, uh, which is very good. Other thing we'll start trying to work on between now and June 30th is a census challenge program, uh, which I know, Mr. Chairman, you had some uh, I did. some conversation about, and Mr. Ricketts and emailed me. So mm -hmm. more to come on that. Uh, we'll be doing some, some computer-operated stuff we need to do there. Uh, Mr. Jones and I have, I know some of y'all have been concerned about getting his cabinets replaced down there. He's had that on the list for a couple of years, <laughs> and uh, he's had some money in the CIP for that. So uh, he's been out some, and uh, we finally have connected and uh, have, have gotten a price. Good. We can move forward with that. Okay. Uh, we had some discussion a while back about going ahead and trying to do a resolution 
uh, to increase the hotel motel tax um, and try to get something to the legislature this time that would take it from 6% to 8% uh, in anticipation of, of maybe some type of convention center or something that may come up or even if it doesn't I would allow that money to be used and um, I just want to know if it's okay if I get Kelly to go ahead and draft a resolution and do some explanation I remind the commissioners Flemington has already done that. So. Yes, sir, they have. And we're the playing catch up. We're playing catch up. Try to do it. I, I think uh, if you were going to do well, if you're going to do it, now's the time to do it this year because it has to be approved by legislature mm -hmm. to do that. And so, you know, can otherwise it would be to wait a year. You can do it by consensus. You need a motion. No, sir. I mean, if, if you just authorize me to get with the county attorney, I'll go ahead and do that. And he can bring you something for discussion. Yes, sir. Move forward. And, and yes. then you can consider whether to adopt or not. Um, and then uh, one of the things you talked about at your planning session and talked about in here is growth and possibly impact fees in the future mm -hmm. uh, to be charged for impact. So Mr. Mosley uh, has talked with uh, Bill Ross of Ross and Associates who did the work for Flemington. They're one of the better ones in the state. He's going to be having some conversation with him this week. Uh, next, yeah, no, next week, next week. Just out of curiosity, is that, would I find that to be in place in Effingham County or, or counties that are growing? Sure. Ryan County. Yeah. Mostly in growth counties. So. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the growing counties. Mr. Moses, are you still um, surplusing equipment down at the. Still doing it? You were supposed to come pick me up. You, you, you never did, man. You, you invited me to ride with you one time and you never came back. We just wanted to know how much money you finally got. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, we need it. That was our main goal. At that last one, we got 95,000. 95,000? Yeah. Okay. Man, that's uh, good. The piece of property you're talking about, Joy, the EMC's going to timber, and we're going to go in and dig the stumps up. Do we have to have a land disturbing permit, or are we immune from that? We wouldn't need a land disturbing permit. Yeah, we would do that as part of that shop. Uh, or could do it before, but we still have to land department. Mr. Brown, why are you sitting? Are we getting ready to demo the um, old voting pole down there? We have been supposed to demo that for a while, and that's been on Mr. Wells's list. I see the high horse sitting. Mr. Right. John, Mr. Johnson's been working with him. We've got everything out. We're going to try. I to see the high horse sitting right in front of the door of it. So that's in anticipation of the new fire station okay. to get oh, out. Oh yeah. All right, that'd be one. That'd be one blight area we won't have to worry about. Yeah. You talking about the one at Miller Park? Yeah, the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, me and Gary supposed to build on a Friday morning and tear it down. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Don't need no permission. You can do it. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, well, Chair, you, you other than an exact one executive session, yes, sir. Okay. Real quick. Oh, before we go, I'm planning on having a community meeting. I hope about the first of December. I'll let everybody know more about it probably at the next meeting. Okay. All right. Thank you. Oh, we just have a legal matter. All right, Chair, Tanner, motion to go to executive session. What, what that? So, what so, so moved, Mr. Chairman. Second. Second. All in favor. On the census count.
Uh, we're now back in the regular session. Is there? We had a, a legal matter to uh, review. Chair, entertain a motion as to how we're going to address this legal matter. Yeah, you going to do it, Commissioner? Go ahead, uh, Mr. Chairman. I make a motion that to resolve this issue uh, under action number 2020-SR-2035 that we as commissioners grant a refund. Is that right, Mr. Brown? Reimburse attorney Reimbursement. associated with that case number, yes, sir. Okay. Okay, the second? Second. second. Okay. Uh, any further discussion? All in favor, let them know by raising your right hand, please. Motion passes. We will reimburse the gentleman for his legal fees. All right. Mr. Chairman, one thing before we leave. If we, if we, uh, if there's any possible way, Joy, how about let's just make sure we don't have nothing before the end of the year and we can just cancel this mid-month meeting. In December? In, in November. Oh. Yeah, we'll have us a good long Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, you just make sure you keep it down. Just oh, gotcha. If we need okay. to have a meeting, let's okay. have one. If not, That's we'll yeah. get that. We'll see what's okay. on there. Well, short we'll, one. It's on the docket, yeah. Yeah. Oh, All right. Okay. Got a lot of to adjourn. So move. Second. Second. All in favor. I'm headed out to